With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Hello, welcome to Real Bucks Talk. It is a Monday. We're live here on Bucks Report, also presented by the Pigskin Podcast Network. I'm your host, Michael Plus. Join as always, my co-host, Mark Ramirez. And Mark, man, this this team, you know, is is something else as they they finish 13 and 4. Uh, beating the Carolina Panthers yesterday by the score of 41 to 17. Um, so a, a lot to break down. Obviously, we're going to get into it. But, uh, you know, just your thoughts on this team overall for a 2021 season where this team faced so much adversity with injuries and still being able to finish 13 and four, which is pretty good. And also clinch the number two seed heading into this playoffs that are about to start. Yeah, awesome to Think about that. I think they got a little bit of luck with that, with that Rams 49ers game. Hell of a game, to be honest. Mm-hmm. But yeah, the, the Buccaneers, with all the stuff they had to battle through, injuries, it seemed like the defense has never been healthy. Now the secondary is finally, finally there. We hopefully get Shaq and JPP back for the playoffs as well as Levante. But trajectory of the defense looks like it's getting healthy where they should be. Offensively, you feel like there's been moments where they can just – score at will with ease and then they just put up a goose egg and they did it again this past game and it's something where last year we saw everything started clicking at the end of the season so it's odd to see it this time second year under brady under arian system usually this is the time where they blow up the numbers show he had a hell of a season mvp season which i agree with bruce brazarians we'll talk about that more but just still that that's the, the one inconsistent part of the game, part of the team that I'm like, what the hell is going on? We need to fix that. Mm. But otherwise 13 and four, that's nothing to cry home about. That is amazing. I mean, that's the best record the bucks have ever had 13 wins in a season mm. offense, even though I'm being a whiner about it does put up points and works. And the defense is, does what it does. Even though people think, Oh, we give up too many points. We won 13 games. We only lost four. Mm-hmm. that's to sum it all up. You're in the number two seed and you tie the number one seed. The only reason why you're number two is because of conference record. So this is a damn good team, whether you hear us talk about it or not, we could make a run. I don't care how many weapons we're losing. You still got Tom Brady. You still have plenty of firepower and Mike Evans and Rob, Rob Gronkowski. Lenny hopefully comes back. So guys mm-hmm. stay tuned. This could be a deep run. Let's see what happens. But other than that, Way to go, Buccaneers. Another great season. Two in a row. Let's keep going. 
Yeah, absolutely. And if you guys are just joining us again, we're live here on uh, Real Bucks Talk Live, presented by Bucks Report, also the Pigskin Podcast Network. And uh, everyone in the chat, much appreciated. Uh, I'll just go through the the names that have joined us so far. Alec, it's good to see you. Go Bucks! Yes, um, it, you said it there. Thirteen and four with not a single you know game. Everyone healthy. So, uh, G Vegas, what's up, man? Good to see you. Um, yeah, we can, the slow starts, like you were saying, G Vegas, yeah, that's something that, you know, the team understands they can't have. I mean, Gronk said it perfectly yesterday. It was crap. And, you know, <laughs> you just, you can't, can't do that. Uh, Jay Edward, what's up, man? Yeah, we're going to be at the game uh, this weekend. So we will definitely be there. I got to talk it. to you, Jay. I got I to yeah. find okay early. Got to be there yep. with you. Yep. So we'll, we'll try to, uh, you know, meet you out there and, have fun for sure. Uh, Frankie, good to see you in here. Um, yeah, the first half, uh, yeah, it was, it wasn't great. Uh, and then, yeah, after halftime, you know, obviously they, you know, they started playing better and, and really that was the tale of yesterday's game. You know, you get, um, you know, you get the ball at the end of the first half and we go on that run with Mike Evans getting that spark going big catch, big play. Uh, you hit Gronk for a couple catches, and then, you know, Brashad Perriman probably made the play of the game. I mean, so, you know, toe tap, great catch, um, and then, you know, Le'Veon finishing it for the touchdown. And then, you know, the next drive to start the half, you score. So right there, you know, it's a, it's a huge swing. So 17-7 to already, and you pretty much control the game from there on out. Um, and then, obviously, fourth quarter, we put them away. Uh, so... Yeah, just credit to this team, the coaches, understanding that, yeah, it hasn't been perfect, but nothing is. And uh, you got to give them credit because they found a way uh, to win these games. And that's what it comes down to. That's truly what it is. I mean, 13 and, four, 13 and 4, that doesn't happen by chance. It doesn't matter if they're close games, you still won them. Good teams find ways to win games. Alec, drink on, on me if I see you guys in Tampa. I need to see you in Tampa then, Alec. Damn, let's do this. Yeah, come on by. <laughs> uh, but a point I want to talk about, I mean, look at yesterday's game. When we're on the live stream, it was just bad. People were negative, nasty. This We're going to be out first round. This is terrible. Defense sucks. Offense can't move. I'm like, guys, calm down. This is normal. This is what they always do first quarter. I don't know why. Mm-hmm. It's it blows my mind still and why they don't use Scotty Miller. Then look what Scotty Miller does later. But my biggest thing is what's funny is the offense didn't start going until we went into a two minute drill where the coaching goes out the window. It's just Tom Brady. You just do your thing. Find what's open to hit it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> don't listen to left, which run it and gun it. And it works. Yeah. And then all of a yeah. sudden momentum starts happening. Things start to click. It's just funny that you had to get Leftwich out of the way for the offense to start working. <laughs> right. No, yeah, definitely. And uh, yeah, just to go through a couple more, uh, Andrew, it's always good to see you, man. Uh, good to see uh, Hardcore Hero, um, Ben Parrish. Nice. Awesome. Yes. Second seed is really good. Um, Let's go. So, yeah. Um, Mike, uh, yeah, definitely an old playoff rival with the, the Eagles coming to town. You know, we, we faced them in the early 2000s. It seems like we were never going to beat them, but uh, we got the uh, we got the last laugh. Uh, Jerome, nice to see you, man. Hey, that's awesome. Flying in for, for the game. That's pretty cool. Um, 
Christopher, good to see you. Hey guys, welcome back to the chat. You guys haven't been gone, and now you're wanting to get the old hype scoop for the playoff run. Yeah, I mean, there's a whole bunch of people now in the chat. So mm-hmm. yeah, we're going to try and fill you in as much as we can. I mean, we'll probably break down the game at hand first, which would just happen, and then we'll go over the Eagles later on. And if you guys have any questions, bring them in the chat. You guys know we'll always address them at some point. Usually mm-hmm. we're talking out of our, our minds, and one of your points will kind of slip in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, I mean, yeah, to, to the game, like I mentioned, Byron Leftwich. I don't know what his deal is with the first quarter. Sometimes it just doesn't click. Yeah. I mean, well, the first quarter, they only had three plays. So, again, it's it's hard to. That's another record that was broken. Yes. Yeah. Fewest yards in a, in a quarter. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's uh, it's tough. You know, obviously, the Carolina, they had, you know, some sustaining drives. They were running the football. They were doing some good things, just getting first downs. Um, and they, you know, the Bucks were lucky. They only scored seven points. Um, and then, you know, the second quarter, you know, obviously we had a couple of drives where we did move the ball. We got a field goal. Um, but yeah, it was tough. I, I think Bruce Arians talked about it today. It's like the first play we had something big. It just, just didn't finish it. Um, so there's opportunities there for better execution, no doubt. Uh, but you got to remember, you know, there's a lot of new pieces involved in there too. Um, just with the new receivers and, you know, they're still working some things out, but I, I think they'll be fine because again, you still have the consistency of Mike Evans and Gronk. Obviously those guys showed up and played big and, you know, Brashad Perriman with his contributions, Tyler Johnson, you know, catching things underneath Scotty Miller. Hello. He's, he's alive. He's here. He's still on the team. Uh, okay. That was, that was really great to see uh, him get involved and you got to hope that he can be that big play guy for us. Uh, again, like he was last year in the postseason. And talking points more about the weapons, you mentioned it right there, Mike Evans and Gronk. Those are two huge number one options. How many number one options does a, a guy really need to succeed? I mean, you don't need no four number ones. I mean, two is enough, and all those two are pretty damn elite. They're, they're mm-hmm. two of the best in the whole NFL. Right. Tight, tight end-wise, Gronk probably is the best. I mean, how he's been getting better with with time it's crazy like that continuity is getting there with brady sometimes a little off i don't know what the hell their time is going on but i mean look at his year this year opposed to last year he got his incentives he got his, his bonuses but i mean moving into the playoffs that connection's strong and mighty i'll take that and then mike evans two touchdowns two tutties easy mm-hmm. like they look so damn easy the separation yeah. you can get I'll take it. Anytime we're in the red zone, those two are a severe mismatch. And then to go along with that, the speed like we mentioned in prior live streams, mm-hmm. give me some over routes. Give me some just drags across the field where you get Perriman or Scotty or hopefully Cyril Grayson. This injury isn't severe, hamstring mm-hmm. strain, but we'll find out shortly. I mean, use that speed. Use them running under Mike Evans. There was a They ran it perfectly. They threw it to Mike on one play because he was open. Yeah. But Tyler Johnson ran right underneath. Why the hell not do that all the time? I mean, you're utilizing space. Mike Evans is going to clear either, get the safety over the top, have two guys on him, and then there's no one underneath. Tyler Johnson one-on-one easy. Mm-hmm. Doing ways to use the space to your advantage, and we'll, we'll be more than just fines for that way. 
Oh yeah, no, no doubt. I, I think again, it just comes back to stuff we we talk about, you know. Um, and again, good points here in the chat. They're, you know, talking about the the hurry up offense. You know, Jerome. Yeah, I mean, I, I think it's a it's a great idea to especially in, incorporate um, early in the game. You know, especially if you want to try to you know find a way to get a fast start. I think that's I think that's the way to do it. And especially with the opponent coming up, that plays a lot of zone coverage. Uh, it, it could definitely help you in, in those regards. Um, so yeah, good, good stuff there. Um, but yeah, like you're saying the the weapons, we have plenty, um, to, to go around. It's all about how we utilize them and how, it, how the consistency of the execution is, you know, you have a great offensive line and you're going to have time to, to throw the football. Now it's about mixing in, um, the run game, you know, and, and doing that kind of stuff. And so, Alec, you're in the chat over here. He's just telling me location and stuff. or talking about friending on Facebook. Join our group. Try, join our private group uh, group on Facebook, and we'll chat it up down there. I mean, mm-hmm. if you're not part of that, anyone who's in the chat, join our private group on Facebook. Let's talk it up. I mean, anything Bucks-related or anything, anything related, we'll probably talk it up. And plenty of like-minded people in that group. And mm-hmm. Maybe smarter than me, smarter than Pless. You never know. <laughs> There's a lot of people smarter than me. Um, yeah, I mean, I'll just put that out there. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I'm just lucky enough. Mark lets me go on here and, and talk Bucks football, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> again, he doesn't call me an idiot. Uh, but yeah, no, it's all good. Yeah, please uh, join our Facebook group. I'll be. I don't know if I have the link in the description, but I'll get it in there. Uh, so you know, be sure to to check us out, uh, on Facebook where, you know, there's always good stuff there. A lot of people are posting daily, so it's a lot of good stuff. Uh, but yeah, to the game, you know, obviously slow start, but again, they picked it up when they had to, I thought the defense made critical stops, you know, obviously getting the fourth and goal, uh, stop on the QB sneak. That was huge. And then, you know, making stops after that and allowing us to get that lead. Um, yeah, it became closer in the second half. At one point it was 24 to 17, but you know, the defense did what they had to do. They, they made stops and, you know, obviously there's concerns there on defense, especially with the run defense that has to be cleaned up, especially, you know, who we're going up against coming up. But, uh, overall I thought it was, it was a good game. No penalties, really. Um, no turnovers. That's the big thing. Um, didn't really beat ourselves, uh, which is good. That's what the Bucks have to do. Yeah, I think a big contribution to the run stopping will be simple, just tackle your guy. I mean, they, they all say it, just do it. I mean, you're going to up the level. It's in the playoffs now. And then getting three pro bowlers back and JBP, Shaq, and Levante will massively help in that department. Setting the edge of Shaq and JBP is monstrous monumental for this defense i mean i know anthony nelson's been doing his thing but i mean to have the consistent effort of jvp and shack both healthy that'd be huge for this team and then levante filling those gaps once they're forced in whew, tell me about it and that will only raise uh devon white's play i know everyone was talking earlier about that Devin white's plays hasn't been up to par but it just shows how how much levante does help and what they're asking Devin White to do, he's probably running all over the place because Levante's not there. So he's filling holes where he's not normally doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, I think opposing teams are scheming against him. They're they're getting him blocked, and 
you know, he, he's struggling to, to get off those said blocks. Um, you know, it's just, he's getting a lot of attention, um, from the opposing team and they're doing a good job of, uh, sealing him on those outside runs. Uh, our edge containment can be better. It's not great right now. You know, obviously they're attacking JTS in the run game and that's an area where, you know, frankly, he, he struggles right now, but I think that's because of, again, he's another guy that he's trying to do a lot because they're moving him around so much. And it's a lot of responsibility for the rookie. Now you bring back a JPP and Shaq Barrett who are going to be back for this week's game. Uh, that was confirmed today by uh, Bruce Arian. So that's great news. And that's going to be, that's going to be big. Next. <laughs> that's going to be big because now you have a rotation again. Now you have Anthony Nelson coming in who's done really well. And now you have him coming off the bench and you just have fresher guys and JTS can go back to his role that he was successful at, you know, as being a spot guy. And, you know, I think that'll be good things for, for the defense and they're definitely going to need it, uh, you know, coming up. Yeah. I mean, I do want to jump right over to the Eagles first, since we did kind of stomp the Panthers. You want to go back and forth with this? Well, I, I think we can just, I mean, final thoughts on the Panthers. I mean, again, there was, you know, I think there was a lot of good things, obviously seeing the records being broken, you know, getting the 13th win, Mike Evans getting the thousand yards for the eight straight year. Now he's, oh, yeah. he's, he's one of one in that category, which is awesome. Um, and he's also number three behind Jerry Rice and Tim Brown for most consecutive 1000 yard seasons. Jerry Rice had 11, Tim Brown had nine. So Mike Evans has a really good chance to break those records, which is pretty awesome. Uh, you know, and Gronk getting his money, you know, Tom Brady saying, I'm not going out. I'm going to get him. Yeah, the, get him the, pass. yeah. I'm going to get him the contract. And so that, that was, uh, you know, pretty cool to see. And, and really, um, you know, just the, the use of the second half and the, and the running game, with the the end arounds to Scotty Miller, I thought was awesome. Seeing Robert Hainsy get in there, get a nice block. Um, so there's a lot of a lot of a lot of good things in that second half, and they really just took control of the game and and finished it how they needed to. Yeah, and just the runs they did have, although minuscule. I mean, how many times they run it? Keyshawn Vaughn only had ten runs. Le'Veon Bell had three. I like the Le'Veon Bell catch in the end zone. That was mm-hmm. just. Simple, easy. It looked like something he was naturally d- does well. He, he still just looks different to me. I don't know why he just does. But uh, it's funny to see Scotty Miller is your leading rusher for the game. <laughs> yeah. Those two carries. Well, I mean, they're going to need to get back to running the ball more, especially in the playoffs. I know it looks good, Tom Brady getting the numbers and BA saying he is deserving of the MVP, which he is. Don't get me wrong. 44 mm-hmm. year old damn man lighting it up, leading in every category that is for a quarterback, how the hell does he not get it? That That is probably the biggest question. I mean, Cooper Cup having an amazing season, but geez, if Tom Brady's not our quarterback, there's no chance in hell we do any of that, let's be honest. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so that's proof in the pudding. But, yeah, we need to start running the ball more, especially to help get the pressure off of Brady, get that play action better. Mm-hmm. said this over and over. Hopefully it's not too much. <laughs> two guys in the live stream, but I mean, you, you can't put it all on this man's shoulders, even though he should be the MVP. No, I agree. You know, obviously the, the running, the running game, it has a good chance to get back on track, um, especially this week against the Eagles. And, 
you know, you get Leonard Fournette, which that's a big addition. And, you know, Rojo hopefully can uh, be available, but it looks like he might be out this week. Um, so, you know, you get Leonard, you get maybe Geo back, Yeah, you know, get some good additions there. And that will definitely help your, your running back group. And, you know, but the commitment to the run game has to be, uh, has to be better. It, it's got to be there. Sorry. And yeah, they, they got to, uh, find a way to be more balanced and you don't want Brady, you know, throwing it over 40 times uh, a game. Yeah. You know, if you can avoid it. And what but, do you know? You, you found what Scotty can do mm-hmm. Did that in years past. I don't understand why we lose a B and Godwin and we just totally refuse to give it to a wide receiver running in the background. Mm-hmm. I, I don't get that. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and Scotty's got, you know, good hands too. And he made a nice contested catch over the middle, um, yesterday in traffic and, you know, you know, let him play, let him, you know, just be that space eater where if he, either he goes deep, he clears out got, you know, space for guys underneath, or he goes across the field and he's open because he's so fast. Uh, I think he's got to be utilized definitely going forward and, you know, he sent out a tweet today that more touchdowns are on the way. I think that's a good thing. And hopefully that, that does come to fruition. Uh, you know, and it, there's just, there's a lot of options here for offense and they just got to know how to use them. And I, I think they'll, they'll figure it out. Dear Lord, Ben Parrish, look at this. There was a stat today that said Tom Brady has more passing touchdowns in his forties. than Troy Aikman had in his whole career. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, Tom's already, Tom's already going to break the most touchdowns for Bucks passing records. I mean, he's got 80, 83 in, in two years, and that's already like top 10. I think it's in seven or six, you know, behind whoever. Um, I guess Jameis would be number one. Um, so, yeah, I mean, if Tom gets plays one more year, gets another 40 touchdowns, I mean, he'll probably be the record holder. <laughs> so, all in, man. Uh, you, better, you better check your, check your sheet. Jameis always makes it at least once in the show. Uh, <laughs> but, I mean, another kind of talking point. I know I mentioned the goose eggs that we usually have. But mm. these quarters that we that can happen, explosion. It's not just because of the right. offense. It's because of your defense. And plus mentioned it early on. They had two consecutive turnover on downs. I mean, yes, why are the Panthers going for it? It's last game of the season. Don't hold mm. anything back. It's something we're joking about. But that fourth and one at the goal line, freaking amazing stop, huge. And just, I mean, overall, like, they just were stout enough. And like I mentioned, missing guys, and they're still putting up, I mean, getting turnovers, getting the ball in the hands of Tom Brady to score and keep moving the ball forward. I mean, Mm -hmm. that's what you want to see, and now you're getting reinforcements in the playoffs. Well, good luck. I mean, because talking about this Eagles game, what? When we played them in week six, yeah, it looked like a bloodbath. I mean, Jalen Hurts didn't know where the, where the hell he was going. He looked like a rookie out there, and I thought they were going to pull him, to be honest, at one point. Mm-hmm. The only time they started doing anything is when he started running around, and that's when things started to break out. So contain, contain, contain. You're going to hear that over and over again mm-hmm. because make him beat you with his arm. Yeah. And with that, when you got pressure and he's going to have to rush a decision, that's where turnovers can happen, and – that's where I'm going to be smiling, but containment's going to be key and defense. 
I'm going to say it starts with defense first. Right. I mean, you, you look at this matchup, you know, obviously the, the Buccaneers played them earlier in the season. I think it was like week six, I believe. And uh, they won 20, 28 to, to 22. These games, you know. <laughs> 20, 28 to 22. Uh, I think it was it was 28 to, to six at one point, um, I believe, or something like that. Yeah, or 28 to 7. Yeah, my my mistake. But yeah, it was 28 to 7 at one point and then obviously, you know, the Eagles made some, you know, plays there at the end. The offense kind of, you know, stalled out um in the second half and you know, it made it closer than it really was, but there was also a lot of key players missing, um especially for the Bucks. Uh in this game, the Bucks didn't have any of their secondary players. Carlton Davis didn't play. Uh, Sean Murphy Bunting was out. Antoine Winfield was out. They they were decimated. So, um, and then there was no Rob Gronkowski because this was the game that OJ Howard had his best game yeah. this year. So, you add a Gronkowski, um, and I'm trying to think who else. You know, obviously we're not going to have Antonio Brown or Chris Godwin for this game. I'm waiting for the comments of them saying, "Oh, no, AB, we're not going to have a chance." <laughs> but uh but then you flip it on the other side you look at the eagles they didn't have lane johnson or um dallas goddard so those are two big pieces for their offense um in this game uh the offensive line for the eagles is, is very good so when you look at our defense you know obviously getting key guys back we're gonna have to find ways to get consistent pressure and make sure you know, we contain, like Mark said, and stop the run. You have to, you know, fit your edges, gap control, and be aggressive on those on those rundowns and try to get, you know, them in third and long situations, force Jalen Hurts what he doesn't want to do, and that's be an obvious passing situation. So they can't, they can't do their, you know, RPOs and stuff like that. Yeah, and that's the thing. Get them away with – Get them away from what they want to do, mm-hmm. and then they're gonna have to start thinking on their toes, and that's gonna be where the Bucks can benefit. Because whether you believe it or not, the the Bucks can still run their offense no matter what, whatever personnel it is on there. It just it's just a bit more creative. It's just Tom Brady reading where he wants to go with the ball. That's the the gift that you have in Tom Brady. He can read it before, so he knows where not to go immediately. So mm-hmm. if you don't have to go through a first read, a second read or you can get to your read three and four way faster, you're sitting pretty. I mean, <laughs> I mean, it's just that's what get, 22 years of experience gives you as opposed to two years with Jalen Hurts. So, and that's what they made him look like in that first game. It, it was ugly at points, and then all of a sudden you're like, what is this comeback? What, I wanted to turn off the TV. I thought we won easy. But this time, that was away. Now it's at home. Mm-hmm. It's home crowd. Add to that. Do we right. – do some of the stuff that we did in the first game. I mean, there was so much pressure in Jalen Hurts' face. I mean, some of these throws, it looked like who the hell was he even throwing to? So, mm-hmm. I mean, but yeah, it is hard to beat the same team twice. Let's be honest about that. It, it's tougher. Yeah, obviously it's tougher. And obviously the teams are going to be, you know, more familiar with what they want to do and, and how they match up. Uh, but also you go back to that game, the Eagles had two huge pass interference calls that went their way that set yeah. them up and – you know, Buccaneers territory, they scored on those possessions. Um, so, but again, there was, you know, a lot of pieces missing on defense. 
now the defense should be at pretty much almost full strength uh, for the most part. And nailed 50 yard pass interference play. Yeah. So again, that was like, I think right at the beginning of the game. Oh, at the end. Okay. But yeah, they end up scoring there. Um, so yeah, again, the, the score was not as close as, as it looks on the, on the final board there, but yeah, I mean, this one too, a defensive holding, it was away from the play and it even looked like holding. Next thing to play there, which is bull crap too. So I remember that one. (laughs) Yeah. So, uh, good memory. You know, obviously this team wants to run the football. Now it's about, you know, making them throw and getting them out of situations that they want to do. And that brings me to the offensive side of the ball and and Tom Brady and the, and what they need to do. And that is start fast and and score. If you can score, get the lead. Well, you know, you force the Eagles into situations that they want, they don't want to be in. Um, So that will be something to watch for in this game. I think how we start, um, if we can get that early lead and just go from there, I think you can find a way to control the game and, I think our run defense will be good enough where it can force Jalen Hurts into some mistakes, and then you know our offense can can capitalize and hopefully uh, take advantage of what you know is in front of them. I'll say we started the first game against them with a bang. We got two straight touchdowns. Right. Do I think we can do it? Yes. Do I think we will do it based off of history and what we've seen the past six, seven games? No, I mm-hmm. just. We start with goose eggs, and we just don't move the ball in the first quarter. I hope something changes, a light flicks on, and they figure out, okay, well, people are going to play us like it's the <laughs> their Super Bowl. We're on their path to the Super Bowl, so everyone's going to be playing for that. So mm-hmm. hopefully they come out guns a-blazing and do what they're supposed to do, execute. And yeah. now that Mike Evans and Gronk know what to do, let's to get this. I mean – there's no AB on the team. Okay. Already gone. I don't even say his name no more. Mm-hmm. You still have plenty of weapons. We, we told you what can be done. Try and run the ball more. Use the play action. Don't hold the ball too long. I mean, it's not that difficult, especially what you still have on the roster. And break, catch the ball. Sometimes <laughs> drops, I, it's bugging me how many times he's dropped the ball this year. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, again, good points here in the chat. Corey Hall, I mean, they, they play a lot of zone. They're not going to give up the big plays. That's what their defense is about. They're going to try to win with their front four and, and just keep everything in front of them. So for Tom and the offense, they just need to be patient, you know, be smart, take what's there in front of you. You know, Leonard Fournette had a big game in this one, you know, catching the football and probably going to have, you know, similar, you know, outcome this week. You know, he'll be that check down option. Uh, so you can check it down to him or, you know, I like the check downs to the receivers where they just stand there and they're on the sideline, you know, Tom just throws it out to them and they get, you know, five to six yards. That's pretty much a running play right there. So, you know, stuff like that, I think will be available. Um, you know, if you want to do some screens, I think that'll be open. Um, you know, so there'll be options there for the offense to take advantage. Obviously Gronk, I think in the middle of the field, is going to be the big matchup to watch because their linebacker core is not very good. Um, and I, I think you can find ways to, you know, attack that middle of the field and, and take advantage. Yeah, I'm going to bring up their depth chart so we can break it down a little bit more. But, mm-hmm. I mean, 
like I just said, offensively, we have the weapons. There's no excuse to say we are losing X player. We're losing Y player. It doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. You can still utilize everything you have to your advantage, and it's still better than what majority of teams throw out there. Even Mike Evans said in his post-game press conference, he says the best roster ever created or something like that. Yeah, best roster assembled. Assembled, right. And that's Mm -hmm. all credit to Jason Light putting it together. But also him acknowledging like how good the players are that he's surrounded by. And the offensive line, probably top three, if not the best offensive line in the game. You you shouldn't have to hold the ball for 10 seconds, throw the ball, and for someone to be open. So mm-hmm. execution, catch the ball, and let's keep moving the chains. It doesn't have to be like BA said, oh, we had something big, big plan in the next first play. I'd rather have a check down than a sack. It ruins your drive, and then you're punting the ball. So, right, if it's not there, just check it down. Some of that's on Tom Brady holding it too long. But I mean, what are you trying to do? Make a splash play, first play? Let's just win games. That's all I want to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you know, I think again, like I said, Gronk, um, you know, over the middle is going to be a matchup to look for, and, and finding ways to get Evans involved. Um, you know, in the slot more, take advantage of those matchups if he gets a linebacker or safety, uh, especially against zone. And again, play action, I think, is going to be big because you want to get those linebackers uh, to come up in their zone coverage and then you throw it, you know, behind them. Uh, so there'll be opportunities, uh, you know, and also to run the ball because the Eagles, they don't play a lot of heavy boxes. They're going to put, you know, six men in there. So there's going to be opportunities to run the football, and that's what you have to look for, and you got to take advantage of those. Again, I think Leonard um, had a pretty good day against them, you know, running the football for the most part, and you know, so those those uh, looks should be there. Um, now, again, the Eagles have adjusted throughout the season. Again, this was a uh, a two and three football team at the time. They started, I think, two and five. Uh, And then they went on a run, you know, they've won the last six of their eight games. So obviously they've played better. They've gotten healthier they have a good front four and Fletcher Cox and Javon Hargraves. So it'll be tough. You know, Josh Sweat is a good pass rusher. Uh, They still have Derek Barnett. Ryan Kerrigan off the bench. Yeah. Ryan Kerrigan, who, you know, still serviceable. Uh, But again, going up against our offensive line, you got to like your odds because they have been very good and, um, you know, obviously Fletcher Cox versus Alex Kappa, that will be the matchup to to watch. And, you know, I, I think we should be okay because in zone coverage, you'll have those quick options to get rid of the football. And, you know, Tom is really good at, at finding those options. And, you know, as long as we don't try to force the deep ball, which again, we have done at times, uh, you know, we should we should be okay. And I know everyone's going to say Darius Slay is probably going to be just shadowing uh, Mike Evans? No, slot. not really. They don't. They don't use them that way. They don't really. You know, they're not going to shadow because they play a lot of zone coverage. Oh, we'll see. I mean, playoffs. Yeah, have- again, playoffs different story. They could change some things and and try to show new looks because again, like you said, these teams have played against each other, and there's going to be some new wrinkles uh, in this game. Yeah, but I mean, I mean, the thing is, their defensive line good. Linebacking core, attack it. Like you were saying, zone. Mm-hmm. Not the, there's there's holes in the zone. I mean, you saw Cyril Grayson kind of sitting in pockets, and we hit those little holes. I want to see more of that. Yeah. 
you gotta take it. I'm coughing a little bit here. Oh no, you're fine. Um, yeah, I mean, definitely they have to, um, yeah, they have to take advantage of the the openings and and how you do that is you manufacture space by you know running your clear outs, uh, having guys come underneath, um, run your mesh routes. All that stuff can work uh, in zone. And it, and again, like you know, uh, I think it was Corey Hall who said it earlier, just finding those zones to sit in and then, you know, attacking them. So offensively, I, I like this matchup. I think the big thing for this game is, is going to come down to the defense and the defense, not allowing the Eagles to control the clock and keep our offense off the field and, and kind of wear us out. I think that'll be the biggest thing. We have to find ways to get off the field on third down third and longs that you gotta, you gotta be punts. You can't let them, you know, convert these third and long situations. I think you muted yourself. One thing I want to point out, though, when was the last time you saw twenty-two rushes from one individual player from a Buccaneers team? I remember this film breakdown. Mm-hmm. We're saying how much this helped out that play-action pass because literally the Eagles weren't—they were daring us to run, and mm-hmm. no one, never, no one ever even came down. And there were just holes open, open. So they finally yeah. attacked using that. Mm-hmm. And then once they actually started saying, holy crap, they're starting to gouge us here. They started sending them in and our play action game got better. So that's why OJ had a good game. <laughs> uh, so, oh, oh yeah. Yeah. And now it. you, now you have Gronk in there who, you know, it's a different animal and um, you know, the run game should be better uh, because you have him blocking too. So that's a huge factor. And so running the game, your running game can help out your defense because you're occupying more time. So your defense has more time to rest. That's what we talk about with complimentary football. Let's see it. Don't try this. Uh, oh, we'll look for a big play. First play. No, it's complimentary. If you, your defense was out there for 15 straight plays, they only allowed a field goal. Don't send them right back out there after three straight incompletions. Yeah. <laughs> That's the crap we talk about that we get pissed off about. Mm-hmm. Give your defense some time to, to rest. And with the offensive weapons you have, I don't care about this. Keep going. I know we don't have Godwin or AB. We still have plenty more. I, I don't want to hear that excuse one more time. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, well, you look at those stats. You have, uh, I think it was six catches from OJ Howard and three from Brait. So obviously your, your tight ends are going to be involved and as they should. And I think it's a great time, you know, like Andrew says, you know, deploy the the tight ends, the three tight ends, and and let them be that option where you can be in a running formation, you can throw out of it, or you can run the football. Uh, so I agree with you. I think it's about, you know, being smart, controlling the clock, uh, taking what's there because the Eagles are going to play that game. They don't like allowing big plays down the field. So how you beat them is you take what's in front of them and you make them change their game plan. And once they start changing, then you'll have opportunities to go down the field and, and get those big plays. That's what the Cowboys did. As uh, G Vegas says here, they put 51 up on them because that's that's how they played. They found ways to get those big plays later um, by taking what's in front of them. And they did a good job of executing you know, levels and a lot of different concepts where they got guys open. Uh, and they also ran the football. <laughs> you know, So that's what it comes down to. The Eagles rested a lot of people then. That's true. I you know Eagles had a bunch of guys out. Um, but again, it's still they were they were putting up a good amount of points. Hey, so this is something that we actually talked about prior. Like 
the lead up to all this. I was like, oh, the Eagles sort of scare me. I mean, they've gotten hot as of late. I mean, they went on this little run. Mm -hmm. What was your biggest argument rebuttal to it? Well, I mean, who have they played? Yep. You know, who who have they exactly played? I mean, the NFC East is not a great division. And I know, I know, guys, I know we lost to Washington, but again, they're just it's not a good, not a good division. They haven't beat a playoff team. If you look at all the playoff teams that are in the playoffs, they haven't beat any of them. You know, the Bucks have. I believe the Bucks are four and one. Their only loss was against the Rams. Um so yeah, I mean the Eagles again. It's an offense that not a you know they know who they are, and that is running the football. They really found an identity, and and really that's what's helped them. You know, you see them beat the Saints. You know, obviously we did not. We lost to them <laughs> twice. Um, but again, they have some wins against common opponents. They beat the Jets. You know, obviously they beat Washington. The Giants are. That the Giants are not even a team. Uh, let's face it; they are just they're just. I mean, you, you and let's let's just talk briefly about that. You know, coaches got fired today, and I don't know how Joe Judge has a job where that management is just like lost. And Miami fires Brian Flores. Like, come that on, no sense. Like, what is going on? Like, and, and now you're down. You know, another you know, black coach gets, gets fired. And now you only have, I guess, Mike Tomlin's the only one, um, the only minority um, coach in the league now. So makes, I don't know. It makes, Hmm. Is he really? I want to say, yeah. Didn't the Texans hire the Ravens? Uh, I guess. Yeah. Texans. Yeah. 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 Texans with David Culley. But yeah, yeah, still it's like, man, He's a good coach. I mean, he should be. He should be a win off the Patriots. He should be picked. He should be picked up very soon. I guarantee he will be. That was yeah. a stupid. They were on the up and coming. Yes, you solve the quarterback issue, which everyone wants to solve the quarterback mm-hmm. issue. Yeah, Bucks did with the Jameis situation. They said, "Oh, we can upgrade with Tom Brady." If the Dolphins just find a little bit of an upgrade, their offense is probably even better. Or yeah. do you hold on to two and? Apparently, apparently the Dolphins like Byron Leftwich, so I mean, we'll we'll see if that happens. Um, but yeah, I just I just wanted to touch on that. I thought that was crazy. But back to the Eagles and like who they played. Um, you know, it's just <laughs> <laughs> what? Oh, I just what, what the group chat. That's just funny. Yeah. No, a lot of good questions. Yeah, a lot of good questions. Um, so. Yeah, I mean, the Eagles really, they just haven't really played, a, um, you know, high-powered offenses. But again, it's the NFL. Every team is tough. They won, and it's it's going to be a good game this weekend. I think it'll be close. Um, I don't expect a, a blowout. Um, but again, it's a, it's a team, I think, the Bucks' favorable matchup. I, I think they match up well. Uh, it's just about how we execute and how we do it. Oh, I 100% agree. I mean, yeah. What you saw in this Panthers game, the fourth quarter, it could honestly, yeah, that makes no sense. Yeah. What you saw in the fourth quarter is something that could actually happen in this game. I honestly genuinely believe that. Mm -hmm. If you make them one dimensional, things like that will happen. If you contain, don't break contain. Yeah. And you're forcing Jalen Hurts to beat you with his arm. I'm, I'm most certain that we'll win the game if you do that. Mm -hmm. It's, It's just how it is. And I trust, 
Levante, Devin White covering their tight ends, filling gaps. I think, I think the run defense you saw of old will come back because of that. I mean, those three are huge. I don't think y'all understand how big JBP, Shaq, and Levante yeah. are for our run defense. I, I, I think JPP is, um, I think not just his play, but I, I think his just overall energy. Passion. I, yeah, his passion, I think, makes a huge difference. You can just see the defense is just on another gear when he's when he's in there. Um, and hopefully that will, you know, take place this weekend. And, and the tackling, I think, is going to be huge. Um, tackling is going to have to be sharp. Um, we have to make sure we, we wrap up and not allow these guys to get, you know, yards after the catch. And that's really what they do. Um, they'll throw it short and they'll get yards after the catch runs, you know, the break tackles, obviously Miles Sanders is a talented football player. Um, and then they have other running backs that are, you know, make you miss, you know, Kenneth Gainwell, Boston Scott, all those guys. So tackling is going to be very, very big. Um, and like you said, keeping Jalen hurts inside the pocket. If you can make him stay in the pocket and he beats you from the pocket, then I'm okay with that. Um, because I don't feel like he can do it consistently. Um, because a lot of his plays he'll make because he buys time with his legs. And, and that's that's where, you know, you get beat. 100% agree with that. Yeah. This is funny. Jim Melvin says, I am Mr. Negative all the time. But I'm confident that the Bucks will easily beat the Eagles on Sunday. Hey, I love it. I love it, Jim. Keep, keep that passion. And uh, it's okay to be negative at times. But, hey, I love the positivity. It's awesome. I mean, a lot of it isn't it necessarily a negative. It's you're yeah. finding things that you find to be. It's just criticism. Yeah. That's all it is. It's critical thinking, really. Uh, I mean, you're being critical of, you know, how the team is uh, processing. Really, that's what it is, is processing, how their processes are. And, you know, we're just critical of them. We, we see a better process and we would like to see them, you know, execute that a little bit more. This is an obsessive fan. Don't worry about it. It's all okay. <laughs> this is huge. Pat, Pat says use white to spy Jalen Hurts. They did do a little bit of that in the first game. They used JTS in that fashion too. I mean, mm. I think you could good. see, yeah, right. you could see that this weekend, especially JTS. I think uh, I would like to see Devin just be aggressive and really not, you know, asked to think a lot, you know, just go find the ball and hit it, you know, and, and don't be timid. I think at times he's been timid, um, especially, you know, going up against blocks. I want to see him just run through guys and, you know, do that, you know, use your speed to your advantage. And again, at times he needs to control it better because he does overrun plays, but, you know, just let him be himself and, and go after it. I mean, so that's something, I mean, because a lot of people are saying, yikes, like he, he hasn't been doing well. Yeah. Yeah. So why, why has he got to be better? He has been a disappointment this year. So if you were watching the game, there were times I was t- we even said in the live stream, Devin White is yelling at Kevin Minter, like mm-hmm. s- screaming what's supposed to be happening because they're just not knowing where to be. Yeah, The, yeah. the connection's not there. Avanti and him, night and day different. Avanti knows what's, where he has to be. He's actually telling Devin White things. I think Devin White's just taking too much into trying to tell everyone everything. When mm-hmm. Levante literally already knows it all and he's already helping in every situation. Yeah. So when you get that burden off of your head, like you don't have to tell everyone else anything. I can just play what I got to play. 
mm-hmm. night and day different player. Maybe yeah. that's just part of his game. It's going to get better with time, but mm-hmm. White is fine. I think he just took too much onto his plate with Avante out. That was it. Yeah, I, I think that could be a case. But, you know, you go back to early in the season. I mean, he, he really wasn't playing great either, um, at least not making the splash plays that we're used to. Um, but again, that could be how they were playing defense earlier in the year. Uh, they were playing a lot more zone where they were dropping Levante and Devin White back. So, and that was because of the, you know, the secondary has been injured all year. So how you utilize Devin has changed. And I think that's why we haven't seen the big numbers. Yeah. You haven't seen the big numbers, um, you know, for him this year, but it's playoff football. And guess what? Todd Bowles pretty damn good in the playoffs. I mean, last year he dialed up it perfectly. And we're healthy going in. At least we're going to have everyone back. And let's see what Todd Bowles can do, um, you know, when it's playoff time. And one more thing about White. I'm the most overly critical of White. I mean, we, oh, yeah. I mean, we, we, we didn't like the pick. We didn't like it. And like we've shown points where he's dropped back into coverage and he's done star- circles. He's doing <laughs> circles for no random reason and has no clue where the hell to go. That he was the uh, Minnesota game last year. Yeah, he hasn't done that at all this season. He drops back and knows where it needs to be, and they ask him to drop so damn far back for a middle linebacker. I'm perfectly fine with what he's doing. Mm-hmm. He's just being asked to be 30 yards every which way play, which yeah. is insane to to be thought of in that way. But he is that great of a player and can get to those stretches of the field. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's a lot and- to ask a guy to make a sack but also cover people in the back, in the backfield, right? So. Yeah, no, definitely. And, and you know, in this defense, you need fast linebackers, and, and Kevin Minter just isn't fast. I mean, he's a sub-athlete. Uh, so when, you know, you have Levante out there, you know, he's pretty much on par athletic-wise athletic with Devin White. You know, he's, he's kind of, you know, that same speed range where he can run and, and really cover a lot of space. Kevin Minter just can't do that. I mean, we, we've seen it where, you know, he's just late getting to the edge and that's where these runs are coming from or Kevin's just going the wrong way. (laughs) (laughs) You know, he's going the opposite way. And we're like, man, where did 51 go? He left the screen. It's like, okay, he'll come back, you know, eventually. And eventually he does come back. He'll get in there, but the play's already over. So it's like, I, I can see where Devin's frustration, um, you know, is, is showing on the field. Yeah. And, and it's, and we don't want to put on a, a film study because it's kind of wasting time, but yeah, I, just know that he does, he is trying to call plays and it's like either he's not looking or just not listening to what he's saying. I don't know. And that's, that's huge. I mean, it mm. bang, bang, you got to be able to make a call and relay it to everyone else. If no one knows where to be gaps, get wide open. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, so that, that's, Huge credit to mm-hmm. we need Levante back. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, for uh, sure. And then JPP, hopefully his knee and shoulder are better. Uh, right. we, we saw the Instagram post of him getting his knee drained. So his knee should be better. Let's see how that shoulder feels after mm. how long has it been now? Four weeks? He's been off for a month now. So I mean, hopefully he can lift that arm a little bit more. It's got a little more range to it. Um, you know, obviously the knees that you know, he'll, he'll need the juice and hopefully he's got more juice now and he can, you know, run around and, and, and have an impact. I mean, if he can be, you know, anywhere like close to 80% JPP of last year, that's a huge addition for this team. Um, because he had 12, 12 sacks last year. 
Um, so that'll be a big that'll be a big uh, boost that this team needs. And a credit to his passion, screaming, not letting guys get their head down. Like he, he's fire in your mm-hmm. face at all times. There's no yeah. down. No, he's accountability. He yeah. he, held, he holds everybody accountable. Um, and I think it's going to take. It'll it'll take pressure off of the guys inside, like Vita Vea and Dominic and Sue, and that'll allow them to play better because um, they're going to need to. I mean, those guys are going to have to push the pocket because the Eagles' tackles are good. Jordan Malata, he's no joke, and Lane Johnson's really good. So you have to find a way to win inside uh, against their guards and center, and their center is probably one of the best in the league in, in Kelsey. So uh, – they're just going to have to be creative up front and Todd Bowles knows how to do that. And hopefully we can find a way to contain uh, Jalen hurts and, you know, keep them out of the end zone. You're going to see guys coming from every which way you're going to make Jalen hurts think on his toes. Mm -hmm. Hell now someone's coming from the left. Wait, there's on on the right. Oh, I'm down on the ground. Mm -hmm. That's what you're going to have to do. You're going to see guns blazing. And when you see, Man on man, and you're like wondering why is this not working? It should start slowly switching his own blitzes back again. So yeah, something that they should have done earlier against the Rams, but we'll see. We'll see. What yeah, I'm I'm hoping they do a lot of zone in this game. You know, obviously uh, Devontae Smith has come on uh, for their offense. He's probably going to be their their main guy in Dallas Garter. So I, I hope we can play some zone coverage, keep things in front of us, come up and tackle. You know, play some you know zone fire blitzes like you said uh, i think that'll be big um but yeah i mean i i love this matchup i, I think it's going to be a fun game obviously a one o'clock kickoff the weather is going to be fantastic i think it's going to be a high of 62 degrees um clear skies and uh man i'm so excited uh, it's going to be very awesome to be back in raymond james stadium for playoff football it's it's been a long time since that has happened. Uh, the last playoff game I was at was 2005 against the Washington Redskins. Chris Sims was the quarterback, and um, you know, obviously that was a great game. Probably should have won it, but guy dropped the ball. Um, you know, but again, that's that just shows you how long ago that was. I was hell. How old was I? I was 15 years old. It's a long time ago. Now I'm 31. Um, so it just shows, yeah, it just shows you how life goes so quickly. Uh, so Bucks fans enjoy this time because it's a heck of a time we're in. I mean, eleven and five last year, thirteen and four this year, won a Super Bowl last year, and now we're on the verge of trying to doing history uh, here. You know, going back to back. It crazy times. I mean, I know we're. We're stingy. We want to see the best of the best of these players. I mean, considering the roster you have in front of you, but realistically, it's been a like nothing but good sheer bliss, like all the way. There's never been consistently bad play or consistently bad thing. We're like, God, what? Yeah. You knew at every point there was a I mean, just just look at just look at yesterday. I mean, yesterday <laughs> fell perfectly for us. Um, you know, at one point <laughs> At one point, we thought, you know, we were going to be the four seed because the way the game was going, we were like, "Oh, we're losing." Yeah, drop <laughs> down to four. Um, but uh, you know, we just got the breaks. I mean, you end up getting everything you wanted to accomplish yesterday. Minimize the injuries. You know, obviously Jamel Dean with a hamstring. You, you kind of worry about that one. Hopefully, he's okay um, and he plays this week. Um, 
but everything fell your way. Um, and, and, you know, the Rams losing, I mean, Jimmy G of all people who would have thought that like making that comeback, they were down 17 to nothing at halftime or whatever it was. 17, three, nothing at one point though. Yeah. And they came back twice and, and, and did it like, so, I mean, just getting those bounces, I mean, that's got to mean something right for this team. And, and hopefully it, you know, starts this weekend, uh, in Tampa and we can, you know, advance to the division round, which guys we get another home game yeah. if we win. So it's just, uh, it's really huge to have that two C because the only time you go on the road is if you play green Bay in the, in the championship game. So that's uh it's very important. I mean, yeah, let's do it one game at a time. Enjoy the process. Right. I, I still can't believe we get to go to a home playoff game. Yeah. That's humongous. I mean, the, the excitement that's going to go into the game, the drama, the everything that can go wrong, like go awry and just big players making big plays. I mean, mm-hmm. this is this is all that counts. I mean, there's no next game. No. <laughs> this is it. So, no. Every play, every play matters. Um, yeah, so it's going to be a lot of fun. Um, intense, but exciting. Uh, so, yeah, a lot of good stuff coming up. Uh starting saturday and then you know going to sunday and you start the the nfc showdowns and can't i i'm happy with the the time i i love the one o'clock start i think that's perfect for us so i think that's going to be really cool and i uh, can't wait to see it um one other thing i didn't mention earlier and i know others did like Le'Veon bell mm-hmm. yeah he's i know i made little jabs and jokes like oh he's looks slow Looks skinny. Looks just different. Just getting his game back. It could be just getting his game back, but I just love how he's fully committed, and it's almost like the Lenny Fournette from last year, like how he totally flipped script, and he's like, oh, no, I'm all in for Mm. this team. I want to win. I want to do this for the offense, for the team, not just about me no more. And that's how the picture you saw him as, like from other teams. And now he's here. It's like, what the hell? Like, Like I saw the – them watching the Rams game and he's front and center watching the game too with everyone else. Right. And it's like, damn, this dude's already adapted and already part of the team. And mm-hmm. it's, it's cool to see that. And imagine him and Lenny in the backfield together. That that'd be insane. Yeah. Yeah. That, that'll the be, uh, we have, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it'll be something to watch for. And, you know, obviously they have decisions to make uh, this week. I mean, the bucks have to make some roster moves coming up. Because uh, they have to activate these people, so there's going to be some cuts. Um, so it'll be interesting to to see how they play it out. Um, I hope they keep Le'Veon, but again, just depends on who who's going to be that odd man out of the uh, the running back room. Or Kentuan Barmer or Barner, right? He'll probably be the guy to to be sit down, and then I, I guess it'll just come down to who they want to play, either Vaughn or or Le'Veon. Um, you know, or who they want to have active. Yeah, because, I mean, let's be honest. They mm-hmm. both do well in run pass blocking. Mm-hmm. Vaughn, you saw him make big pass blocking plays, like the Mike Evans drop in the Jets game. Should have been a huge play, but Vaughn was right there. Yeah. Beyond Bell made big blocks in this past game too. So, I mean, I'm pretty sure B.A. is going to be comfortable with both. Vaughn probably knows the playbook better mm-hmm. based off of time in it. Um, I mean, yeah, it's going to be 
big decisions moving forward, even though you, know, you would think you have your whole team together, but now guys are coming back. Yeah. I mean, how ready is Lenny? We'll, we'll find out, but mm. you know, that's Brady's trust in him. So, I mean, I see that as a huge, huge gain. I mean, it, it's mm-hmm. going to get better. Like, you don't know you, you missed him until you actually see him back. And that's when he's going to catch a, a ball, run right over someone for a first down. You're like, holy hell. <laughs> he's back and we're ready to roll, run, roll over and go all the way. So I go, oh, I'm going to be drinking to that. That's what I'm going to be doing. <laughs> yeah, I think, you know, obviously getting uh, Lenny and, you know, Gio Bernard, uh, that's going to be, you know, huge additions. And, you know, you look at, like you said, trust. Um, and obviously Tom Brady trusts guys like Leonard. He trusts Gio Bernard and it looks like he trusts Le'Veon Bell. Um, so, and, and Keyshawn Vaughn to extent, you know, obviously he's throwing him the football game, that trust. Uh, so is Rojo that, that odd man out? We're going to find, find out pretty soon, uh, and see how, how it plays. Oh, I mean, based off his injury, he may not even play. Yeah. So, I mean, again, he could be a guy that heads to IR or, you know, however that works. I'm not sure. But, you know, looking at this game, I just, I'm excited for the matchup. I think it's a good matchup for the Bucks, And, yeah, I really can't wait. Um, if we have any any other thoughts you want to touch on or before we wrap it up? For me, let's see. I mean, just looking at team defense, Eagles are not that bad. I'll, I'll put them up here. Mm-hmm. Up here. I like where they're at. I mean, they're not at the top, but I mean, the Panthers are number supposedly yards per game, number two mm-hmm. points per game. Let's see where we're at. Mm-hmm. And so the Bucks are pretty dang good. Yeah, we're right up there. Eagles are kind of middle of the pack over here. Mm-hmm. I mean, hey, just Buccaneers offense, do what you do. Defense, I, I'm I'm honestly less concerned with our defense than our offense. I've said that almost all year, mm-hmm. and we have the MVP in our team. <laughs> I know it's wild. Um, you know, obviously the defense. I, I think we're just excited to see everyone out there on the field, and I think you know finally have your full corpse. Pretty much everyone's going to be out there. Um, you know, all the safeties and hopefully all the cornerbacks, you know, Dean's the only question mark right now, but, um, you know, having your front seven pretty much intact, uh, it looks like Levante is probably gonna be a game time decision, but I mean, you should be ready to go. And I think the matchups favor well, um, especially how they match up against the Eagles offense. I think we can find ways to, to slow them down enough and, let our offense operate and, and score enough points uh, to get this one done. I agree. Yep. And I can't wait guys. Yep. Hope you guys enjoy. Hope it gave you enough info to hold you off until the game. Mm-hmm. And plus send us out. Yeah. Like Mark said, again, just uh, thank you all for, you know, the questions, the comments, again, a lot of support in here. I think we had, you know, a lot of, um, you know, just people in the chat in general, uh, likes and support. So on the way out, if you haven't give us a thumbs up, uh, you know, send us comments on what you think. And if there's anything, you know, you guys want us to, uh, focus on for the off season or, you know, for upcoming live streams, just let us know. And we'll, we'll try to do that. Uh, but with that said, everyone have a great week and guess what? It's playoffs, playoffs, baby. Let's do it. Go bucks. (laughs) Go bucks guys. Let's do this.